0: Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Do you know that God's word has the ability to make you what it talks about? As you listen to this sermon by Tika Tone, it is our prayer that you will be filled with faith, hope, and love. God bless you. Hard times and adverse situations are what? A test from God. And what is he testing? The integrity of your heart. The integrity of what? Of your heart. Say it after me. Say difficulties. Hard times. Adverse situations are a test from God. Again. I I know. Know. I I know. Know. Wow. Do you are you there? Yes. And what is he testing? Integrity. The integrity of my heart. See God is testing the integrity of, of my heart. God is testing the integrity of my heart. Again? God is testing the integrity of my heart. Of my heart. Wow. Yes. This is it's true. It's very true. Yes. It's very true. Amen. Amen. Yes. Are you being blessed by what I'm telling you? Yes. Do you not believe me? Yes. yes. You may not believe me, but it is true. It's true. It's true. Yes. Let us look at a scripture in the book of 1st Peter, chapter 1. 1st Peter, chapter 1. 1st Peter, chapter 1, verse 7. Yes. Yes. These have come so that the faith of greater love than good which perishes, even by fire, mm. may be proved genuine. Wow. Do you see it? Read it again, louder. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than good, which perishes, even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine, and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Praise the Lord. Do you see it there? Is it in the Bible? It's in the Bible Try to answer me with some life Now what are these things that came Look at the 6th verse Can someone read it? Wow True manifold temptations Who has another version of scripture to read? Another version. No, it's I need something more modern. You read it if it's a, a different version. So be truly glad, there mm. is wonderful joy ahead. Verse six. Yes. So be truly glad, there is wonderful joy ahead. Even though it is necessary for you to endure many trials for your wife. Praise the Lord. Do you see that? There are many joys ahead, even though it is what? Necessary. So the necessity of suffering trials. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. Trials are for your triumph. Say it. Trials are for my triumph. Again. Trials are for my triumph. The trial of your faith. Trial is for your triumph. It's for your triumph. All the things that are happening are for your faith. All the things that are happening, adverse conditions, bad times, tough times, incredible obstacles, they are for your faith. They faith. They are for your faith. Sacrificial moments, emptiness, hunger, lack, lack of basics, lack of shoes, lack of good clothes, lack of enough all these things, therefore, your faith. It says, Rejoice. Gladly rejoice. Gladly rejoice. Your reaction to these things shows the state of your heart with God. Your reaction to adverse conditions, to the sacrifices you have to make, to the things that God has called you to do name some of the adverse conditions that you are going through name some can you name speak quickly name some i'm coming back to you name some Um, um. you're not direct What's finance Be, be be realistic like i need somebody who can be realistic yes I know finances there, I'll come back to you. Um, finances, so get the basic things. Like Not enough money. Can't you people just say things raw realistically? Like like normal human beings? Is this how you talk when you're talking with other people? Now you are here sounding so educated. Yes? Being Not being able to show yourself as a Christian. Yes? No money to buy what I want. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear somebody who can say, no money to buy what I want. When you say finances, you make it sound too educational, like we're in a symposium. We're not. So your your fakeness is also a problem. So one of your adverse temptations is that you are fake. You are fake. You can't just say things as it is. You are used to masking conditions. You are used to saying things as they are not You are used to saying things in a nice way Because you don't want it to sound like you are not in faith Because you don't know the trial of your faith The trial of your faith is in your heart It's in your heart Say it's it's in my heart Let me hear another person, let me hear you Not enough money, yes Not enough money, everybody's problem is money, huh? The emptiness of your house. So, your house not empty, home and away. Let's not say home, let's not say away, home and away. Is it a lie? Is it a lie? Uh huh. Is it full? It's full. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm just. Don't worry. Say what it is. If you say it's full, we'll not argue with you. I will say I'm sorry. Uh, I don't understand. The question. Okay. Do you understand the question? How many way? How many way? You see? You can't just say empty. Say empty. Be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> I want everybody to be free. Be yourselves. Let us end the pretentious way of talking. There's a way we sound. Do you understand it? I hope you get me. There's a way we sound. We don't like to be realistic. Like nobody likes to come out and say what it is. Be blameless by being truthfully sincere. How many way? How many way? Yeah. How many way? There's emptiness. Yes. your house full. How many way? Yes. Let's just be true. It's not all of us that have great conditions back home. That's why you are not easily tempted to go back home. (laughs) Because when you go back home, you are still savior. You are expected to be the salvation in some area. When you come here, you are still expected to be savior. Yes, I'm looking at emptiness. You know, every day when I come out, the only place I can access is here. I walk into everybody's place and I stand. Every day, I stand and I look. And I say, God, can you bless my people? How can one of us on his fan place? That's where there is a hunger. Empty. Empty empty. When I enter into your bedroom, I, as I look into the bedroom, I say, God, can't you do something in this wilderness? It's say, wilderness? There is always water, but there is a bucket. Wilderness lifestyle. Can't get used to being in abundance. I walk into another room, there is a fridge, which is somebody else's fridge. Then you open the fridge. It's working. It's cool. you open it, there's only a plate of <laughs> almost finished stew. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Praise thy <I> Lord. <laughs> yes. What well, the Almost finished stew. You walk into the kitchen. And you can see, you can see, nothing has been added except that which was. <clears throat> yes. You know, you should be planning to stay here for years. Don't, don't always plan to move out of places quickly. Learn to settle for a while. Don't be in a hurry. For he that believeth, shall not make his don't be in a hurry don't be in a hurry yeah we're in the parlor. the palo is like a church hall empty <laughs> with church chairs only and the only ornament in the parlor belongs to someone else everything, the outside is like the outside sand red sand inside and red sand outside that's it the back is like Zulu just unkept agriculture all these things are telling you something there's temptation there's the trial of your faith There's the trial of your faith. God is trying your faith with lack. You say, what? God is trying my faith with lack? Everybody has been through it. The seed must die first before it starts producing. It must be tested with nothing so that it won't fall when something comes to it. Do you understand me? Yes. Tell yourself, I am being tested with nothing. I am being tested with nothing. So I can be faithful when something comes. So I can be faithful when something comes. You are being tested with nothing. You are being tested with few shoes. You are being tested with little money. You are being tested with small things. When you cannot be depended upon for nothing then you cannot be depended upon for something Jesus said it like this he said if you cannot be faithful with another man's own, who will give you your own if you cannot be faithful with another man's house he will never build your house you will not and you you see when you do understand it you will be thinking God is testing you when you can't be faithful in cleaning another man's house. This is not your house. When you can't be faithful with him, God will never give you your own. The land will always be too big for you to attend to. You can't even think of buying a property. You can't even expect a miracle like that because you don't believe the words of Jesus and you don't know what Jesus is doing at the moment. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Yes. Don't you like what I'm telling you? Even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like it, who cares? Jesus cares. Not me. Now look at Deuteronomy, chapter 8. Let us sing the song. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, Mm -hmm. and I live for you alone every step that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me again. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone, every step that I take, every moment, every moment I'm awake. Lord have your way Lord have your way in me Listen to the kind of song you are singing Lord I give you my heart I give you my soul I live for you alone Are you living for God or are you living for things? Are you living for God or are you living for things? Are you living for God or are you living for other people? Are you living for God or are you now living to prove a point? We have not yet been delivered from inferiority complex. That's what makes us unable to live for God fully. We are still in the midst of proving a point. We are still in the midst of showing people that what they thought we would not be, we are going to be by the grace of God. But you're deceiving yourself because you will not be it. And you can't see the truth that you are not it. You can only see who you are from the reflection of Christ in your heart. You can truly see who you are from the reflection of Christ in your heart. You can only see who you are from the reflection of Christ because... Christ in you is what? The hope of glory. The hope of a glorious future is from Jesus Christ in you. In your heart. In your soul. The one you are living for. So what is inside of you is where your hope is. Do you remember that song we like to sing? Show me the hope you have. The kingdom of God is the hope. I have the kingdom of God. Where is the kingdom of God? Jesus said, it's not outside. It's not in the hills. It's not in the sky. If the kingdom of God is in the sky, then the birds will get there before you. If the kingdom of God is under the earth, then the earthworms will get there before you. If the kingdom of God is in the sea, then the fish will get there before you. But Jesus said, for the kingdom is within you. The kingdom is where? Within you. God is addressing our hearts today. God is really addressing our hearts today. They're Saying, Lord, I give you my heart. Lord, I give you my soul. Do you know why we don't like these songs? Because we don't like what searches the hearts anymore. What we like is songs that just rapidly say things. We don't like songs that give us reflections, deep reflections of the holy God, deep reflections of our righteous standing with him. When you are singing a song like that, this is my desire to worship you. Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. With all my heart. With all my heart. With all your heart, with all your heart, faith is a matter of your heart, isn't it? Faith is a matter of your heart. So we won't like songs like that. We'll only like songs that sing. It's just going to play loud and all we're going to be hearing is, Jesus, we love you, we praise and worship. You make me happy, happy, happy. We pursue happiness but we don't know that sadness is the door to happiness. We pursue happiness, but we don't know that sorrow is the door to joy. All your attempts to be happy is what will make you sorrowful. What did Jesus say? Blessed are you who mourn. Blessed are you who mourn. You see, Jesus said, blessed are you who hunger now. Blessed are you who weep. Blessed are you who sorrow. For you will laugh. At the end, we will laugh. If we know when to sorrow first. At the end, I will laugh. Say it. At the end, I will laugh. If I know how to sorrow first. To first. At, the end, at the end, I will laugh, I will laugh if, I know if I know how to sorrow first. To sorrow first. Tell your neighbor, at at end, you if I know how to sorrow first. Tell yourself, if you have not learned how to cry, you will not know how to appreciate laughter. If you have not learned how to cry, you will not know how to appreciate laughter. That's true. You will not know how to appreciate laughter if you have not learned how to cry. I always show you this scripture. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7, I always like to show you that scripture. Is it not true? Maybe you don't remember it. It said that Jesus Christ had to learn obedience by the things he suffered. And when he submitted to God through many weepings and tears, he was accepted. Jesus was accepted through many weepings and tears. If you don't learn how to cry, you will not laugh. If you start by laughing, then you will end up crying. Learn how to cry. Learn how to cry first. Learn how to go through your season of emptiness, your season of sorrow. God likes it that way. Satan has nothing to do with it if you are working in the light of his word. If the word of God is in your heart, if the Holy Spirit is supplying constantly life to your body. It is not Satan who is putting you through what you are going through. It is not the economy. God knows what he's doing. What did I say? God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. He is perfectly aware of your condition. He's perfectly aware of the conditions that surround you. But your heart is still imperfect toward him. So your sorrow cannot end. Isn't that what the Bible says? The Bible says, for weeping may endure for a night. Weeping may endure what? For a night. So there's the night season of life. There's the night season of your heart. There's the night season for your heart. There's a night season for your heart. There is the night season for your heart. There's the night season for your heart. There's the night season for your heart. For everyone who is called by God, there is the night season for their heart. God's heart has been broken many times by people. God doesn't give things anymore as you think. It is all on the basis of of grace. It's all on the basis of grace. But your heart will be tested. God's heart was broken in the Garden of Eden. There was a time God did things without testing souls. Without testing the hearts of people. Without testing the hearts of people. There was a time God was doing things. Do you know in the Bible, there was a time God was doing things. God's heart has been broken many times. You think your heart has been broken? Has your heart been broken before? Has your heart been broken before? Has your heart been broken the? Has your heart been broken before? Yeah. <laughs> been broken before? <laughs> you don't know. Has your heart been broken before? Hey! My heart has been kissed, smashed, destroyed, annihilated, Grit. gritted. <laughs> Give me another word. <laughs> gritted, smashed. which other word? Smashed. Yes. Pounded, pulverized. Yes. Scattered, scrambled, made into poached egg. <laughs> My heart has been treated like pound, though. <laughs> I mean, pounded, powdered. Not by women only, but by men. By people. People you will love, people you will care for, people you will give everything for, people you will do so much for. My heart has been dealt with by people. By people again and again and again and again and again and again. I realized that God's heart has also been hurt so many times. So many times. That's why the cross of Jesus was not only for us, it was also for God's heart to be mended. That's why the Bible says we now have peace with God. God's heart needed to also be mended. What a shock. That's a beautiful one. What do you think? God's heart needed to be mended because we are always doing wrong. We are always breaking his heart. That's why when God looks at the blood... God's hands. Oh, okay. Broken heart. We have to come back to, let me call it in the broken heart. I've given God a broken heart. Imagine that I gave you a gift, and the gift was broken plates. What would you think of me? And I taped the plates and gave it to you. Yes, we we are always breaking the heart of God. You don't realize that God has deep feelings, deep cares, deep investments made into your future. Pray, you won't pray. Study his word, you won't study his word. Preach the word, you won't preach the word. Tell everyone about Jesus, you won't tell them about Jesus. Broken hearts. Every time. So much love, so little returned back to him. So much love given, not just on the cross, but every day. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. They are new, they are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faith. Faithfulness. Do you see it? The steadfast love. Do you know what something steadfast means? Who can guess? Steadfast. It means something that is steady and fast. That means that it holds on and never leaves. Imagine a love that is steadfast. The Bible says in the book of I think First Corinthians chapter 15. It says, you, be steadfast, unmovable, ever abounding in the work of the Lord. The Bible tells you also to be steadfast, unmovable, <clears throat> ever abounding in the work of the Lord. Steadfast, unmovable, ever abounding in the work of the Lord. Steadfast, unmovable, ever abounding in the work of the Lord Jesus his own love is steadfast unmovable so the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his mercies are endless is that why you break his heart every day is that why you give him broken hearts because his relationship with you is personal His relationship with you is what? It's personal. If your heart truly loves God, if your heart is truly given to Him, all the things you are going through, you will only be singing praises and thanksgiving. You'll be be doing what He called you to do. You'll be standing sure in His calling. You'll be standing sure in his calling. You say, I'll do what you call me to do. If the whole world will stand against me, I know that God's opinion is greater than man's majority. Yes, that's what it means to have His step. That's how faith comes. That's how real faith, Christian faith, faith that makes all things possible, that's where it comes from. That heart that heart now look with me in Deuteronomy chapter 8 okay before we do that let us pray for some time about what we have heard let us pray for some time say Lord say it after me Lord, Lord make, me like Jesus. make me like Jesus say it again Lord, make me like Jesus. God bless you for listening to this anointed sermon of Tuchatounia today. We are excited and would love to hear from you. Can you share your questions, prayer needs, and praise reports about how this sermon has blessed you? No matter how brief, via our email address at gmail.com. That is gmail.com. Kindly subscribe and share so the name of Jesus can go far and wide through this ministry. And until next time, God bless you.